Hey guys, welcome to the Come and See Wadi Midweek College Podcast. I'm Caroline Head, one of the communications interns here at Watkinsville, and I'm here with Carly Malkowitz, the other communications intern, and college pastor Vic Doss. And we are going to answer a question that was sent in on Sunday by someone in the sermon about a verse in John 8. What does it mean to be of God? In John 8, 47, it says, Whoever is of God hears the words of God. The reason why you do not hear them is that you are not of God. How can we understand this? It's a really good question because taking it face value, it seems like nobody should be able to hear God, right? So, uh, again, you have to remember when Jesus is talking, almost everything he's talking about as it relates to Believing in him has to do with spiritual reality, and almost everybody else thinks uh, in physical reality. So when he when he says that, he's not saying that they literally can't hear because obviously they've heard, and that's one of the reasons he's in trouble and they're looking to kill him because they've heard him say things. What he's talking about there is there's a spiritual hearing that uh, they can't understand because they are a few verses above that he he says they are children of the devil and he adds that the the devil is a liar and the father of lies when he lies he speaks his his native language children of the devil are going to be characterized by those same traits and because of that they're not going to be able to accept the truth simply because it is the truth that's that's the plain meaning of the text. What this verse does is it explains unbelief. What's not explained in this verse is belief. Uh, Because obviously the genuine believers were once members of this fallen, rebellious world. You and I, if we follow Jesus, we were once children of the devil. Um, How did we come to believe the truth? Well, this passage doesn't say, but if you remember in John 6, Jesus actually gave us the answer. Um, what's necessary in John six forty four? He says nobody can come to me unless the Father draws him. Verse thirty seven. They need to be given to the Son. They need to be taught by God. That's six forty five. Chosen by Jesus. Six seventy. In John, there's this theme of a need for the for a strong, a divine God initiated emphasis in our salvation. Uh, John six is powerfully explained and exemplified in John 8 by uh, by the Pharisees. And it really shouldn't come as any surprise to us because in, in chapter 1 of John, John says there are some that he gave the right to become children of God. In John 3, he tells the teacher of the law, you must be born from above. We, we know salvation is an act of God on lost uh, humans who come out of the womb shaking their fist at God. Paul talks about that in Romans 1, that all men are without excuse. All of us are condemned. And and it's the act of a very gracious God to move on the heart of anyone and save them. So, I, it, And it sounds harsh to us because we want to look at it from the perspective of, well, that doesn't feel fair. Well, what's not fair is for a holy God to allow any of us in. When you think about how wretched and wicked we really are as humans, then then the fact that any of us get saved is a, is an unbelievable act of grace. And 
So when God saves people, that, that's what happens. And the proclamation of the gospel uh, in, includes a call to everyone uh, to believe. Jesus has passionately been um, pleading with the Pharisees, and he'll continue to do so. In chapter 9, this whole idea of being spiritual, spiritually blind um, is, is brought to light again. And in John 10, uh, the idea of belief is explained by Jesus as uh, his sheep hear his voice. His sheep will believe in him. And he tells the teachers of the law again, you don't believe because you're not sheep. And, and God has to act on the human heart for us to believe. The example I give often is this. If, if somehow you found an antidote for death and you put it in a syringe and you walked into a morgue and put the syringe on the counter, no dead person can administer that to themselves. Someone outside of them has to act on them. And, and that's what's happening in our salvation. God, outside of us, through the Holy Spirit and the preaching of the gospel, is acting on a dead soul and bringing it and breathing life into it so that we can believe the truth that Jesus is preaching. And that that's where he's going with John 8, 47. And it's a theme. If it makes you uncomfortable, you're going to squirm a lot through the rest of John because because the theme kind of gets amplified in chapter 9 and 10, and even the resurrection of Lazarus, uh, you see it pop up again. So I hope that helps. And uh, my encouragement, when, when, when hard questions like this come up, don't run from them. Like, drive your face into the Bible and read and let the Bible interpret the Bible. Find good commentaries and have conversations about these topics because I think it helps our faith to wrestle with some of this stuff that makes us uncomfortable. Thanks, Vic, for answering that tough question for us. I know we all might have some questions sometimes that come from John, but on Sundays, feel free to send in those questions and we might just answer it on the podcast. We're excited to jump back into John next Sunday and we'll see you guys there. <laughs>